hey, hey, what is up? And welcome to Goddess on the Rise. I am your host, Sarah Burke. And if you're here, thank you. This podcast is all about being real, raw, and authentic AF. So if that's not your vibe, go ahead and skedaddle. But for the women who are here, this is your time to step in your power, to be confident as fuck, and just be that self-loving goddess on the rise that is in every single one of us. So buckle up, girlfriend. We are going on a ride. my gosh hi <laughs> i'm so happy to be here Ugh. i know it's been a while i know and i'm sorry i'm sorry about that <laughs> but if you're here and you're listening freaking thank you i missed you i missed this and damn i'm excited in case this is your first time listening, my name is Sarah B, also known on social media as Sarah Brookberg. <laughs> and this is my podcast, Goddess on the Rise. Um, I have taken the longest break ever. And let me tell you what, it felt incredible. Like, I mean, it, it was needed. I needed it. But I'm so happy to be back. (laughs) Okay, so before I dive right on in, because today's episode is juicy, juicy, let's go over like some housekeeping things. Like, okay, first of all, if you don't know, I'm going through like a massive revamp and like branding and on social media. So with that being said, my new Instagram. I shouldn't even say like new Instagram. My new, um, my old Instagram, Sarah Brooke Berg is now called, um, what is it called again? (laughs) Okay. It's called Sarah underscore the free range version. And I'm really excited for this. Okay. So let's get, let's just go into a little bit, like why the name change, what's going on girl. Okay. So I, like in business and all things like business and all the coaches I've had, um, all the trainings I've gone through, they're like, you need a niche down. You need to only post your business stuff. Like you should really not be posting too much life stuff. And, um, that's what your stories are for, like not in your content. And just like, I just feel like there was really strict rules around that. And I just was like, you know, First off, I've had that Instagram account like for years, (laughs) so long. It started when I was in high school, then it turned into beach body coaching and then, you know, this type of coaching. And so like it's gained a lot of followers that all like it doesn't always they don't always apply. Right. They don't always like vibe with what I'm saying. And plus there's bots and just just all these things, you know, it's not like. 
it's not like, you know, I've had this account only for coaching. So because of that, what happens is like it ruins your engagement because like bots on your account can really destroy your engagement. People that are inactive on your account can destroy your, destroy your engagement. And I was like noticing this, like, you know, and I've done follow loops, not proud of that. I haven't done that in years. Well, probably like a year when I found out like you really shouldn't do that. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't like, don't worry about us. Nothing important. But, um, basically I just felt like number one, my coaching business needed a fresh start. And number two, I wanted a place where I could be creative that didn't involve coaching that didn't like, I just wanted to be me. I didn't want to have to worry about like, like if a client, if I was posting this and my coaching content and my client saw this, would they be confused? Or if I was posting this, like my husband or my dog, like it doesn't really have anything to do with my business. Um, and then like just being able to do like fun, silly trends, like, you know, me, you know, me, right? Like we're friends. And if you're listening to this, I consider you a friend just so you know, (laughs) but you know, I was like, I want to do those fun trends on TikTok, like, like the ones of you just like shaking your butt, doing the fun dances and sure, like I could post that, you know, I could post the ones on my husband that I do, like the really funny ones and stuff. But the problem is (laughs) number one, sometimes like it can kind of be a little inappropriate. Like what does my husband have to do with my business? You know? And I always felt like I had to like relate it back to that. Like, Oh, husband, like, awesome. Thank you. Helping support me. Blah, 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 blah. Not that I don't believe that, but I don't want to post that every time. I just want to do like fun things. Right. But then also like if a real like that, a TikTok like that goes viral, then people will follow you but they're going to be the wrong type of people because they're going to be wanting that content all the time. And when I'm doing that on my coaching page, like that's not going to be the content I would be giving them. So they would follow me and then eventually either unfollow me or just become unactive on my account. And then again, it hurts my engagement. It hurts my reach. And those things are important when you're running a business and when you're trying to build a business, right? When you're trying to find clients or have clients find you, you know, those things don't really help. So with that being said, I now have (laughs) three separate IG accounts and I have, um, I have two business pages on Facebook. So what has happened is that I have created Sarah underscore the free range, the free range version. And that's just, that's just me. It's just me. It's a place for me to be fun and bubbly and happy and do the silly, cringy trends that I absolutely love and to show my husband and to show my dog and to show my life just really unfiltered and, um, Not that there's anything wrong with me doing that in a business sense, but it's just a place for me to just be silly, just be fun, you know, and that's the biggest thing with it. It's um, definitely a blog style uh, IG page. So you're going to be finding me like talking about things that matter to me, um, talking about things more deeply, I would say. Um, Like there's things that like my medical history that don't really belong on my coaching page. You know what I'm saying? Like, but my, my blog page is going to be a place for me to be able to talk about that really freely, you know? 
And then I have my deeply rooted Ayurveda page, and that's where you're going to find all things Ayurveda. If you're like, what is this girl talking about? Please go back and listen to some of my other podcast episodes about Ayurveda so you can kind of understand. But basically, it's an ancient medicine system, um, and it has a very holistic approach, um, really treating like the root causes of things. And it's really based in prevention. It's preventive, preventative medicine. Um, it's really beautiful, but I'm getting my bachelor's in that and I finish in like 40 something days. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so ready to be done. Um, but anyways, I have that page and that's where you can, uh, find more info about like, um, like health info. That's where you can book. That's where you can uh, like book consults with me. And it's just a really good page to like learn about the body, learn about Ayurveda and preventive medicine. So that is really amazing. Um, And then I have my actual coaching page. My coaching page, I'm telling you all these pages you're going to want to follow no matter what. And the reason why is because you know, on the deeply rooted Ayurveda page, I'm going to have content for you and it's going to be free, you know, and that's one of the beautiful things about having Instagram pages is that you'll get free stuff, you know, even if you never book from me, like comment on it, you know, let me know you're reading it. And that helps me, you know, feel inspired and motivated to keep going and also to help provide you with even more content. Um, but the other coaching page that I have is just Sarah Brooke, Berg, C-O. So C-O stands for like company basically. Um, and I do have my own LLC, you know, I'm, I'm legit, legit, but that page is where you're going to find all the coaching that I do. So coaching of body image, self-love, confidence, um, processing emotions, all of that. You'll find me talking about the healing modalities that I'm certified in. You'll find me talking about um, ways to be more confident. You'll find all my offers there. Um, You're able to book me through that page, um, like book coaching packages and see all of the coaching programs that I do, which I've already created two that have been massively successful. Um, and then I am creating one right now. If you're hearing this, you're the first one to know. So lucky you, (coughs) excuse me, but that one is going to be all about getting you through the holidays, you know, the tough times, um, with a freaking smile on your face, feeling good about it actually. So it's going to be a six week program It's going to be hosted inside my body acceptance studio. (laughs) I'm so excited about that. That's super fun. That's going super successful as well. Um, so yeah, exciting things, exciting things happening. Um, but make sure you're following all those Instagram accounts. You can probably find them on my main account. So the one that you're probably already following, the one that was originally Sarah Brookberg, you can find all of them over there. Um, yeah that's what's going on here. I feel like maybe I shouldn't even get into what I was going to get into the juicy part, but maybe I should just keep this like a life update type of episode, but I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) But speaking of life update, let's go over that a little bit. My sister, my nephew were here for the longest time, like six months and they were living with me and my husband. It was amazing. I had so much fun, but that's why I really took like a step back. I was watching my nephew. I was really just soaking up all the time I could possibly get with them. And on top of that, we had like visitor after visitor and 
emergency stuff happened. We had my grandparents come and then we had a friend's father come and he stayed with us. And then we had my husband's aunt come. And then during that time that she came, they actually turned around and left like two days later because my father's or my husband's father had a really bad emergency. He got COVID, was on um, a ventilator Thank God he pulled through, but my husband went home on emergency leave for three weeks and then um, my grandparents came and then my sister left. So, and then I went to, to her, I went, we drove down to her new place together and I helped her get all set up and stuff. So a busy six months, really busy six months. Um, so I, I just took a step back. I took a step back from everything. I just let myself be where I was and it was beautiful. It was so much fun. Um, with that being said though, uh, that kind of leads me into, I guess I'll, I guess I will get into the juiciness. Um, I, and honestly, I shouldn't say juicy because it's not a fun story. It's pretty traumatizing. And I want you to know that because I don't want you to receive secondhand trauma which is a thing. I don't want you to receive that from my story. So I'm going to talk about some things that are hard and I'm going to put a trigger warning right now. So one trigger warning for eating disorder, trigger warning for abuse in the medical system. And I use abuse very lightly there because um, I, I maybe I should say more like unprofessionalism, fat phobia, um, and in a way that is kind of like medical abuse. Um, also miscarriage. So trigger warnings for all those things. I will be talking about them in this podcast episode. So if you're like, I'm going to be triggered by this and you can't listen, I totally understand. This is your time to hop off. I love you so much. Okay. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. On September 2020, I had a miscarriage. I think I've already talked about this. And I was bleeding really heavy for weeks. Went to the hospital to see if, like, you know, I needed to get an ultrasound. I knew I I knew if I was pregnant, I was I knew I was pregnant. But I also knew it was really, really early on. And I had already miscarried, but the bleeding would not stop. And I, let me preface this. I didn't know I was pregnant, but I knew I had miscarried. So I had been bleeding for three weeks. It was really, 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 really heavy. And usually at that time, like when you're really early on, you don't really need a whole lot of intervention. You just kind of let it take its course, you know, which is what I was doing. Um, that is not medical advice for anyone. Just so you know, you need to go visit your OBGYN if that happens to you. Um, it's just the fact that I've worked in OBGYN before, so I knew what to expect. Um, I used to be a nurse for like two or three years in the OBGYN unit. So I knew what to expect. I knew what I was doing for myself. So the worst part about this is that I had no OBGYN care set up where I'm living right now because I was pretty new to the area and of course COVID made it really hard to get in. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to get this set up. I was having a primary care appointment who was going to refer me to um, an OBGYN you know, and make sure I I had all that set up, but that wasn't until October. This was September. I was bleeding really heavy and I was like, okay, this is, it's time. Like I need to go in. 
So we went to the emergency room. Um, of course, I called OBGYN first. Um, I called clinics around the area first to see if I could get in. I just knew that I needed an ultrasound just to make sure that uh, graphic here, and I'm sorry, but the ultrasound, I just needed to make sure there was no like tissue or anything left behind. Um, Cause if that was the case, that would explain the bleeding and that would mean that I would need a DNC. Um, if I didn't properly, you know, pass it or even something to help cramp and, and further it along. Um, with that being said, no one could see me. They directed me to the emergency room. Um, I tried urgent care first and they didn't have ultrasound equipment. So unfortunately that was my last result. I was not happy about going. So I went in, told them what I knew and they were like, let's do an HCG on you. And I was like, no, we don't need to do that because I'm not pregnant now. I already miscarried. Like, I just need you to do an ultrasound and make sure there's no tissue in, in there. And they're like, oh, uh, no, we need to do an HCG. I was like, okay, whatever. They come in, they do an HCG, and it's extremely low, showing that there's proof that I was at some point pregnant. And they were like, okay, you know, you can go home now. And I was like, I need an ultrasound. Like, this is not okay. And they're like, oh, no, that this is just abnormal uterine bleeding. And AUB is what it's short for. Um, and I was like, no, it's not abnormal uterine bleeding. Like, I'm bleeding because I miscarried. And the HCG is proof. They still refused. So I, of course, went home very frustrated, very upset. My husband was just livid. He was fuming at them because of the treatment I was receiving. It was really bad. And granted, this is a small town and they had some massive emergencies that night. So I could understand why they were like, from a medical standpoint, I can understand what was going on, but still at the same time, like I'm paying for this visit and I'm not getting the service I needed. Right. And so I went to my primary care doctor, um, in October and told her what all happened. We got an ultrasound and I was able to get that done and you know, everything was great. The ultrasound showed that things were clear, but I did have a thickening of the endometrium. Fast forward, I'm still bleeding like crazy. <laughs> I go to an OBGYN who was amazing. He was so good to me. And that was in April. The problem was, is that my thyroid was so crazy. It was abnormally high. Like just, it was really not okay. And he's like, listen, like pause. <laughs> Let's let Mia scratch herself <laughs> and water break. Give me one second. Okay, I'm <laughs> back. Um, anyways, I went to him. You know, he's like, let's get your thyroid under control because we already know like that can really cause some abnormal bleeding. And I was like, true that. So I did. I went to an endocrinologist. He switched my medication. That was amazing. Actually, I was really against it at first, but then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it out. Let's see how it goes. And it was incredible. Because of that, we waited for a little bit to see what would happen, right? Got it all situated. I've been at a normal level for like, I would say two to three months and still no cessation of the bleeding. So I was like, okay, I'm at the point where I am so uncomfortable. I've basically been bleeding for a year and two months. I'm miserable. I feel like shit. Um, this is not fun for me anymore. Uh, I need to call and make an appointment. So I called and make an appointment with OBGYN. 
I get in, I tell the girl what's going on. And she's like, oh my God, we need to get you in immediately. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know? So they get me in. And when I tell you like how, uh, you guys, I just can't. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> okay. So I get in and I, I go to see her and it's not the same doctor I saw before. So I was like, okay, that's, I guess they thought it was like that big of an emergency, whatever. And I go in there and she's like, Hey, like what's going on? And I tell her, you know, like I have endometriosis, I have PCOS, I have thyroid condition. You know, I know that all of that plays a huge role here, but what can I do? And I was thinking that like I could get an ablation or a DNC or something, but I forgot that an ablation, if I ever wanted to get pregnant, would really affect that. So my bad, you know, that that's what I was hoping for. And that didn't happen because you you can't do that if, if you would ever get pregnant. And at this place in my life, I don't know if I do and I don't know if I don't. So anyways, she was like, no, you can't do that, but we can get you on birth control. And I told her about my experiences on birth control. And she was just like, okay, well, that's pretty much your only option. But honestly, your BMI is, is also problematic. And I was like, uh, excuse me, (laughs) excuse me. What are you, what are you saying? This gets into like the not fun parts. So buckle up, girlfriend. Okay. She goes, now listen, like your, your BMI doesn't really matter because there's no science behind it. And I was like, I know. And if you, if you're new here, or if you don't already know, I've gotten into this before, but actually BMI is not medical research. Can you fucking believe that? Everything is based in BMI and there's nothing backing it up showing that it is actually credible data to use. And she admitted to that. She was like, it's not. And, you know, but it is something we still use. And I was like, okay, but you already know it's pointless. And she's like, listen, if you were on the lower end of obese, I would understand, but you're on the higher end, you know, and, um, the thing is, is that when you have a fluffy tummy like you do, um, it can lead to extra estrogen production. And I was like, mm. okay. The fu- I, I mean, the minute she said fluffy tummy like I did, I was triggered. I was so triggered. And I was like looking at her so angrily. And I was like, and I wish I wouldn't even have said this because what she said was completely inappropriate. I should have stopped right there and asked for a supervisor, but I didn't. Hindsight is twenty twenty, you know, and I went on to say, I went on to defend myself. And I was like, excuse me, like I work with a registered dietitian, functional medicine dietitian. I've worked with a personal trainer who's got their bachelor's in this stuff, who's created 
workout plans and food plans for me. I worked one-on-one with them. You know, like I've, I've done these things. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know nothing about me. I said, you can sit there and look at me and judge me, but you don't know that I work out almost every day, five to six days a week. You don't know how healthy I eat, which pisses me off because the thing is, is like, there's no, there should be no such thing as like healthy eating and like labeling that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, for, from, from her sitting there judging me, I felt like I had to defend that and be like, listen, like I eat quote unquote clean. And I, I do, I do. And it's because, you know, I have food allergies and I know what makes me feel good and what makes me not feel good. So the stuff I eat is, you know, what diet culture would call healthy. Um, Anyways, I said that to her and she said, well, obviously it's not working for you because look at you. She said, sometimes what we think is healthy isn't actually healthy. And sometimes we have to sit back and use some self-referral And be honest about our habits. Are we eating too much of this? Are we intaking too much of this? And, (laughs) oh my God, you guys, how disgusting is that? I come into a doctor's appointment for prolonged uterine bleeding and she wants to talk about how I'm not healthy based off of how I look. And then she says, I mean, it's obvious you're not healthy because if you were healthy, you wouldn't have prolonged uterine bleeding for a year. (laughs) What? Bitch said what? Yeah. And then it only goes on from there. The next thing she says is that birth control is going to be a great option for me because um, it's going to give me hormones and that's going to help my hormones get back on track um, and regulate me, which I know not only from a nursing standpoint, working with OBGYNs and also from an Ayurveda standpoint that that is not true. Birth control shuts down your hormones. It shuts down your hormones. You don't ovulate. Period. So I was really bothered by that. And then she said, you can get off of birth control and then have your fertility right back again. That's also not true. I want you guys, if you are on birth control, this is not to judge you. This is not to judge you at all. I understand. I've been on birth control too. There's nothing wrong with that. If that works for you, that is all that matters. This is not to judge you or shame you. But I do hope that you've been told that right information. Birth control can mess with your fertility. Does that mean that you'll be infertile? No, that does not mean that. But sometimes it takes six to 12 months for you to come back from that. And that's okay too. But you should know these things, right? You should know that birth control does not regulate your hormones. It does shut them down. So the fact that this doctor was spreading misinformation was such bullshit. 
not only that, but the fact that this doctor was sitting there belittling me about my weight, trying to find out what was healthy for me and what wasn't based off of how I look is disgusting. And in my honest opinion, it's malpractice. Because the women that leave her office, if that would have been me three or four years ago, I would have left and I would have starved myself. I would have gone and spiraled. I would have gone to a dark place. I would have probably done juice cleanses and tracked everything I ate and worked out obsessively over something so disgusting that isn't even accurate. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable behavior. And it should not be allowed at all. She went on about the birth control and then she looked at me and she's like, so I mean, why don't we discuss like, what is it that your registered dietitian is helping you with? Like, what has she done for you? And I was like, I was about to answer. And then I was like, you know what? Hold up. This is not helpful. This is harmful. What you're doing is harmful. This is not helping me. This appointment is over. I am done. This is not what I came here for. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, would you still like me to do that ultrasound for you? And I said, no, I do not want an ultrasound from you. What I want though, or I said, um, I said, I'll get my ultrasound through a, through my primary care. Like, I, I don't want it through you. I don't want to ever come here again. So <laughs> that's my experience that I'm sharing with you. Um, I'm going to report her obviously, but I, the reason why I wanted to share this is because I actually was really upset. Um, and I got out of that appointment. I called my sister and I was bawling my eyes out cause I was like so disgusted. And the thing that really made me even more upset was that I felt like embarrassed of myself. And it's been a while since I felt that way. And I think that made me even more angry. And I was like, I can't post this. I can't tell anybody about this because, you know, what if they're like, she's right. She's right. You are too fat. You are this, you are that. Even though I know that that has nothing to do with what I am experiencing. And the sad part is when she said, I'm extra or I have a fluffy tummy and that could lead to estrogen production. She wouldn't even know that because guess what? She never tested it. She never asked for us to do lab work. Nothing. She did not care. She just assumed. She assumed my health status based on how I look and based on my weight. And then she belittled me to get me to comply. For what reason? I have no clue. No clue. The problem that I really have is how much harm she is doing to any women who step in her office who might be plus size, who might be fat. Her fat phobia is causing a lot of issues. And I can't imagine how many people walk out of that appointment 
not getting treated correctly, not getting their problems treated, and then never going back, which in return creates more problems for that, for that patient. That's not right. Not even in the slightest bit. And it's, it's really disgusting. I hate seeing that. I did a TikTok about this and the amount of comments on there was like sickening to me. I was like, wow, the fact that other women have experienced this and like so deeply, I was freaking shocked and it was just so unacceptable. I was so sad, so sad because so many women were on there like, oh my God, I had the same experience. Oh my God, this happened to me. And they were just sharing it. And I was like, wow, this is not okay. Now, for me, I already know I'm finding a new doctor. No worries. I'm going to be well taken care of. (laughs) The funny thing is my bleeding actually stopped. Like, what are the odds of that, right? Um, Hopefully it stays stopped. Um, But I'm going to be working really closely with a friend of mine who is going to be helping me um, Ayurvedically. Of course, I can help myself, um, but it's really nice to have uh, an outsider's perspective on certain herbs and supplements, which will really help. Um, And I want you to know that a holistic approach isn't always the right approach, okay? Um, But I know for me personally, that is where I want to start. Um, And I've taken things before, but, um, and it's always slowed down my bleeding, but I feel like, you know, really focusing in on it, um, playing around with some foods. Let's just see where it goes. Cause at this point, what the hell do I have to lose? You know, like until I can get into an OBGYN who sees me for my, my issues, who sees me for me versus off of judging me for how I look and what my weight is. I'm not going to even remotely entertain that idea. Um, so yeah, that is an update. Like, I'm sorry. That was heavy. I know that was heavy. Okay, hold on. I'm going to take a drink of water. Anyways. (laughs) Other than that, I'm good over here. I'm good. You know, that was tough, but (laughs) I really believe that we all go through things for a reason. And even though like that really fucking sucked, (laughs) not going to lie. Like I'm, I'm glad it was me rather than someone else, because I know if it was me three or four years ago, it would not have been good. But me now recognizes like my worthiness is not based on my weight and the validity of what she was saying is completely um, misinformation and actually very harmful. Um, and I'm, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that I'm here and I'm here because of you. I'm here because of you. Like you feeling motivated by me and inspired by me inspires me. So like it has a ripple effect. It really does. Me sharing this with you, it really does make me feel some type of way. Happiness and peace and calm, knowing that I am helping you in some way. And I hope you know that that helps me in some way. So share this podcast with a friend um, if you're triggered by it. Um, I want you to know if you're triggered by me saying like, you know, I'm fat and things like that, you know, you have some work to do. And if you are saying, if you're thinking 
first of all, I want you to know your thoughts are not of my business and my thoughts are not of your business. So there's that. And that's beautiful within itself. But also if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, maybe she does need to lose weight. I really want to encourage you to kind of look at what you're thinking. And I want to challenge that and, and see what you come up with on your own and, and how fat phobic that really is and see where that's stemming from. Like what part of that, what a part of anything that I said really makes that valid, you know? Um, but that's all, <laughs> that's all I got for you. Um, podcasts are back. I'm here. I'm, I'm back. I'm feeling great about this. Excited for next week's episode. Um, and yeah, thanks for being here. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Be sure to like my pages on Facebook. Help me spread this message of just like loving yourself. And even though my coaching page is literally for coaching, it's it's free. It's free to follow. It's free to interact. And you may learn something. And that is the whole point. Yes, booking clients is great. Yes, selling my programs is amazing. And I know how amazing it can be, how um, impactful it can be. But also know that like that free information, it can really hit home, really hit home. Um, There's been plenty of coaches I have followed that I've never purchased anything from them. I just, you know, hype them up. And the reason for that is because their content is like A+. So if there's anything that you need, you want to see more of, please DM me. I'm so happy to be back. I love you so much. I mean it. You are the bomb.com.